0: hello hello and welcome to the embody your soul podcast i am your host alexandra shelley also known as a modern medium And the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all to get real comfy and discover how we can tap into our divine self, our divine gifts, our soul, through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so, so much for finding me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back and supporting the podcast. Make sure you give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen and share with your loved ones and your friends, along with following me on Instagram and TikTok at TheModernMedium underscore. If you are ready and feel called to book a private reading with me, head to my website at TheModernMedium.co where you will find three of my private reading offerings. If you are also eager and feel called to work with me in a one-on-one mentorship container, head down to the show notes where I have my discovery call links available to book a time with me. We can chat and figure out all the details, what your needs are. And I have tap into your magic and meet your spirit guides. Also, I have my first live audience reading at Mystic Journey LA. This will be on Saturday, February 11th. Tickets and all the details of the event are available on Eventbrite, which is also going to be linked in the show notes and I cannot wait to see you there ah thank you so much you guys for coming back and listening whatever you're doing wherever you are it really really means the world to me I love going back to my podcast scats scats poop Okay, I'm done. Uh, I love going back to my podcast stats and looking at the numbers and the data, seeing how I can improve my podcast, seeing how I can just add more enrichment to my podcast with amazing guests and subjects, see what's working, see what's not working, and truly just seeing the listenership grow and just evolve makes my heart so, so happy. I really cannot even begin to tell you how happy it makes me. I always say this and I will never be ashamed of being a broken record. Anyways, let's get right to it. I have such a beautiful guest on today. Our guest is Alana Slingsby Keneally. And not only is she a dear, dear family friend, I've known her since I was five, but she is also the badass founder and CEO of Moment Health and this is a femtech startup it is focused on giving you a well-rounded holistic treatment for hormone imbalances and this is all from the comfort of your home Alana is easily one of the most well-read, well-researched and intelligent humans I've ever met pretty crazy to grow up with Alana and knowing her as someone who has always been reading, always has been listening to and researching scientific economic literature and her building this company is really no surprise at all and I'm actually really excited. I got all of my blood taken for my hormones a few weeks ago and I am really eager to get them back and continue my treatment and get my official plan with Moment episode I selfishly I say this all the time because this is why I love podcasting I always want to ask questions that I am purely curious about but also I'm sure you are too and I'm sure you'll be interested but <laughs> anyways I take advantage of this time with Alana and I ask her why the heck what the heck started this health journey for her because of course we have grown up together we have gone on trips together have had multiple birthday parties together have had family dinners and barbecues together holidays but I haven't been close enough or I haven't really been interested about understanding her health journey of course until now that I i am super, super devoted to my health and I'm following all kinds of experts, practitioners, doctors, you name it. And I was so excited to pick Alana's brain. So I asked her what started this. And we also, of course, go into what moment health is, what's the purpose of it, why we need moment, but also getting into what are hormones? Why do we need to care about hormones? What do hormones dictate in our bodies? Why are they being ignored? And we also go into symptoms. What do we experience when we have hormone imbalances? What particular hormones like testosterone or estrogen, things like that, what imbalances in these particular hormones affect what in our body and what kind of responses happen? What are the symptoms? And then what we need to do to get back on track, how we can work every day to make sure we get back on track with little baby steps. And I say that very specifically because Hormone health is not a one, undone, one and done thing. It is not listening to a single podcast and you are cured or you feel better. Of course, surround yourself with literature, surround yourself with books and practitioners and knowledge and really do what connects with you in order to understand and get back on track. However, this is a devotional thing. This is an everyday thing. And you have to be in it for the long haul. And that's something we also talk about in this podcast. One last thing, because you know how much I love to talk. Obviously, that's why I have a podcast. But I feel like it's very important to note is I really hope that you find her confidence, her peace, her wisdom, and her insight on just putting your blinders on and turning off the noise of all that is going on around you take what resonates but most importantly listening to the primal instinctual cues in your body because as we know there's so much to listen to to read there are all of these really popular trends going on and trust me i'm all for the beautiful trends of taking care for yourself taking care for yourself taking care of yourself and you know, what is up to date with the latest literature in health and wellness and science and spirituality. But especially as a woman, it's incredibly stressful. And I really loved hearing a of speak on this and her journey when it came to not only being a woman, but being someone who really followed a path that was at the time very odd. And now this is actually what we're coming back to. This episode is really for anyone who is really eager to understand their hormones, get really just a good one-on-one. What are hormones? Why are they important? And also connect with Alana. She's an absolute badass. She's just been an entrepreneurial freaking lightning bolt ever since I've known her. You can find Alana on Instagram at Alana Slingsby. And it is S-L-I-N-G-S-B-Y. And then, of course, you can follow Moment on Instagram at Moment Health Co. Then you can go onto their website to figure out how you can work with Moment to get a consultation or get a blood test, spot test sent to your home. Figure all that out and just get your hormones situated. You back to feeling absolutely confident and beautiful and connected to your body. Again, I am so excited about introducing you all to Alana. Please give her a follow. She is also a marketing freaking genius. She literally has made her mom TikTok famous. She has made such an incredible just brand with Moment Health Co. And I'm saying this from a former advertising, marketing human being and watching her do it with so much ease. It's just unbelievable. She's ridiculous. Let's get right into the episode. Okay, so thank you so much, Alana, for being here. Listeners, Alana, I've, gosh, I feel like we've known each other since we were like five. I don't know. She's been in my life forever, forever. Very close family friend, gone on trips, silly Sunday dinners, and now we're here being adults. And I'm so excited to chat with the girl and learn more about her company moment. And it's actually something I am participating in and I'm really excited to test my hormones and get my levels going and being on this journey. So
1: Alana, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
0: Yes, girl. Okay. So I love starting off this podcast with this question. What does it mean to you in your own words to embody your soul?
1: Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a strong question to start out with. I didn't even know you were going to ask this or go in this direction. I think like when we think about being our like true authentic self, a lot of it, it comes from ignoring the loudspeaker of society and ignoring the expectations of society and really like listening to what your natural interests, obsessions, instincts tell you to do. Um, And that is kind of the only way to truly listen to yourself and and ultimately embody the things that you are passionate about and love and your values and, you know, who you are like deep down stems from way before you even exist. It's from like your parents and it's all imprinted on you. Um, And so you kind of have these like tendencies already born in you. Um, I think it even goes deeper than your parents' health when they had you. It's like your parents' experiences. Even like the living through certain presidential campaigns, like from your parents, like how that impacted them, like all of these sort of like touches on your life end up getting imprinted on you and then um, your early environment. And then, you know, what you choose to do and what you choose to expose yourself to ultimately cultivates your soul in life. (laughs) Yes, you acted all nervous, but you answered it so well.
0: Um, and I always, I love, I say it every single time. But I love this question so much because everyone answers it so differently, but yet there's always the same vein. And I also love that you put it in a way that. Is you didn't, not that I'm saying it's wrong to, when people feel called to use big words and like analogies, that's perfectly fine and gorgeous because I'm all about it. I'm a writer, but I loved how you just made it so <laughs> digestible. Honestly, it's like, what are you so obsessed about? Like, what do you wake up thinking about and you can't stop thinking about it all day? And it's just, I love it. Like, silencing the noise and listening to the noise that's in you. <laughs> so, anyways, I. <laughs> I want you to share how you got on ancestral eating and yeah. connecting back to our roots. And I know you said it's a little embarrassing, but Alana, I promise I'm probably equally as
1: embarrassing with many other things. So safe space yeah, here. You <laughs> such a blessing because basically when I when I left college, I was working at Twitter and they had like the most amazing food bar ever, like what you would expect, like all the delicious things so i was eating their food every day and like i was feeling terrible like i kept getting sick um i literally got the flu like every like month um i actually got pink eye like i like weird stuff (laughs) like i was just not feeling good and i mean the only thing i can attribute it to is Uh, Sorry, someone walked in the room. The only thing I can attribute it to is the food. And so the biggest catalyst, though, is I, like, kept having to pee at night. Um, And I was like, why do I have to pee at night? Like, this is not normal. That is a common symptom that you would find in, like, diabetes patients as you try to, like, excrete Mm -hmm. more urine with sugar in it. Um, And so I, like, came home one weekend and was, like, running all these tests on myself and, like, running... Anything. I I did an ultrasound actually too. I thought maybe I had something like something in my abdomen that was making me pee all the time. Um, no, it was none of those things. And so I started researching about why women would, this would happen. And one of the things was oxalates and this was, yeah, you're right. It was a long time ago, like years ago. Now this is kind of like talked about now, like anti-nutrients in certain vegetables. So I read this like one uh, post on a forum that was like, get rid of all spinach. And I was like, I'm willing to do anything. So the next day I literally got rid of all spinach and I did not have to pee that night. And I was like, whoa, I'm blown away because I'm I thought, you know, I have to eat spinach every day to be healthy. Um, Turns out like not at all. Um, And so I just think that led me down this path of what do we indiscriminately believe because everyone else has told us for years and it's like based off these assumptions that just get repeated and a lot of the assumptions are false and and this goes beyond like health things but in health it's like it's just so clear because um you know like true experimentation is such so much more important than everyone just repeating that you need to eat spinach every day um so i got rid of the spinach and i just became obsessed with food and health and hormones. And um, I left that job at Twitter because a lot, big part of it is I couldn't handle the food. It was just not good for me at all. Um, I might be like super sensitive or something. It's so funny, I, but it was like such a blessing because that made me, inter- you know, your hardships make you interest- like more interested in those topics and just make you um, just naturally kind of something you want to read about in your free time. So I left to work at a cancer institute and I was the head of marketing there and I was able to like just spend so much time researching and writing and exploring these concepts and just trying to find more like truth in all of the kind of noise that we hear every day especially in the health world uh, and I feel like there's still much more to learn I'm like every day it's like we're we're barely at the surface of of everything that that um, is out there to enrich our lives with and the knowledge, it's not like you have to be you know everything, but it just it, as long as it enriches your life and makes it better, I think it's a worthwhile experiment is exploring health and your body and everything that goes with it.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, first of all, not as embarrassing as I thought it would be. I was like waiting for this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <stop. I'm- laughs> No, it's funny because like, oh my gosh, we don't have, we will not talk about this now because it is like on topic, but not on topic. And this is like my own thing that like I'll selfishly ask Mm -hmm. you later on. But my whole thing right now is like, I am on a deodorant journey and I am so over like blocking our lymphatic, you know, excretion pathways. I'm like, wait, why would we put something there? And I am like on a mission. Like I legit just finished. You're probably going to be like, what? Or maybe you'll be like, wow. Like you're so intuitive. But what I've been doing is I've been putting raw honey under here and then I let it sit there for like 20 minutes and it just takes out, all wow. of the junk, and I'm like, "All right, cool." So it was just a weird, random, intuitive thing. Yeah, Spirit was that. like,
1: hey, "Honey," yes.
0: and I was like, "Oh, okay." So, anyways, cool. it's just interesting about all the things that we're told and we're like, "Okay mm-hmm. with it." Just sit back too much and just like let all this information come to us. And I'm not saying like the world doesn't have beautiful things Mm -hmm. to offer. It really does. But first of all, why not question Mm -hmm. it? But also, secondly, I find that the last few years, so much of my intuition has been guiding me back to literally earth Mm -hmm. medicine. I'm like, wait, I think I need to eat more Mm -hmm. protein. Wait, I think I need to do more of this. And so much of me is wanting to get even simpler with the way I live my life. And again, of course, I'm all here for the luxurious, like, baths and lotions and stuff but there is something so about keeping it simple and like bringing it back to the earth
1: and our ancestors I mean we've been on this planet for so millions of years so to forget tradition and to forget history is is such an error because there's there's you know we are just an exquisite result of all those years so we shouldn't ignore it we should sort of learn from it Um, and take what we can you know
0: Yes. So I want to hear like some of the steps you took. Of course, you read probably like amazing articles Mm -hmm. and medical journals and stuff. But I want to hear some of like these steps you took, maybe some experiments that didn't work out or maybe some experiments Mm -hmm. that you didn't expect, but you actually ended up
1: liking and so on and so forth. Well, yeah. So I was a ghostwriter. I mean, I still am for cancer. So it's really just like from there. I think the best way to learn about something is to write about it. Um, and write long form because you have to have a point and you have to like cite it and really understand it and digest it so that you can share you know the information Um, and so that kind of led me down so many paths of like well how do I take this home Um, but one of the most amazing things that I find just fascinating is how um, like specifically with cancer like it's caused by hormones And so I just got into, you know, testing my own hormones and figuring out what I was missing in my life. So, um, I my have like an interesting door with my mom was given a synthetic, well, she was exposed to a synthetic estrogen in utero. And so she was pregnant and she was Mm -hmm. in the, my mom's, uh, my grandma's pregnant belly and they gave her a drug and this was a synthetic estrogen and it made her deformed. It caused a lifetime of issues. Um, Well, you've seen my mom. She had scoliosis all her life. That's from the drug. And so there's all this research that it could affect the grandchildren like me, uh, me and my brothers and everything. Um, So I kind of just got into how, you know, we need to like monitor, make sure that our hormones are balanced. And people hate that term. They hate the balance term. And what I mean by that is just that you have the optimal levels in your body at the right times when you're supposed to um and so that's kind of like what led to moment too is like well this this there's just so much potential in preventing disease and uh really being just proactive with our health and our bodies because these little messengers are keeping our body in motion so if they're out of motion um things are off um so one of the things i experimented was with my thyroid hormones so that's like the current only thing i take and it was literally life-changing basically your thyroid uh, gland produces thyroid hormones and they control, regulate your metabolic rate. Um, they energize your tissue, which is why a mild symptom is feeling cold. Um, and that has to do too with like your metabolism and circulation, but they do, it helps to energize your tissues. Um, and I hate taking stuff. Like I really am not someone that like is like, give me more things to add to my routine. Uh, but I don't think I'll ever stop taking this. And I'm just, so that's part of, you know, making sure your thyroid's optimal with, you know, your sex hormones and stuff. Um, but I always mm-hmm. like kind of wanted to like, I didn't feel like I was my true weight. And I felt like I was always struggling with my weight um, or not, you know, like not in an extreme form. Like I, I've always been fit and athletic and stuff, but just kind of like, I don't want to worry about this. I don't want to or worry about food. And I feel like making these little tweaks with my thyroid was like just such such a game changer. You just have a journey where you're trying to like keep optimizing and tweaking. Yeah,
0: that's epic. And I guess like, like when you say, if you want me asking, like you say you go home and you do these tests, like are these tests what you like literally go home and do them yourself? Would you go to a doctor's office? And was it a mix of both? Or yeah, I would love to like kind of understand these tests. Like maybe if if there's a way... That like
1: I can do them tomorrow, or a listener can. Do yeah, them. so they're at home hormone tests, and they're a prick on your finger. Um, I don't think they hurt, but some people some people will get kind of. It's like a learning curve. It's kind of funny, but yeah, you just you prick your yeah. finger on the like on on the middle finger, and then you put it onto a piece of paper and you ship it off to a lab. Um, You can, we have an amazing partner lab that will, you know, analyze it and look at your cortisol, um, your DHEA, um, which DHEA is a very youth hormone, so you want that to be strong so that you are, you know, you know, maintaining youthfulness when you're supposed to. And then um, progesterone, estradiol, and testosterone. And so, um, Mm -hmm. you know, women have this amazing 28 day cycle which happens to matt well i don't know if it happens to but it, it does match the the moon cycle um which is just incredible and then men you know they have day mm-hmm. cycles and so they don't they're they're not tethered to the earth the way women are and that's not even like a philosophical like ter- like met you know this versus, is <laughs> you know, we actually, like there's a reason we are at 20 matches the moon cycle yeah Absolutely crazy. Yep, and oh God, we are powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're tethered um, to the earth. Um, you know, which is just crazy. I've actually read old medical books, and they do <laughs> recommend. Like, this is just you know, really kind of ancient. Uh, I love ancient health books, but this is just kind of some. I read one time that uh, they actually recommended when women were having PMS and menstrual issues to spend time outside uh, under the moon. And that was to sync up with the moon. I, just, I, I, I always think about that, that little piece of wisdom, because um, like historically, we just would have been outside more at night, um, closer to the moon, seeing the moon under the moon. And, uh, and I, I'm not trying to say this is like something we do at moment, but I just find that those little ancient pieces of wisdom, like so kind of something you just don't think about every day because we're inside 90% of the day we forget even about the moon and how fascinating it is and all these secrets that the universe holds.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I also, after this, I want you to tell me what that book is. Cause that sounds absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And so I, if you are able to, oh, obviously you're able to, if you are not going to punch me in the face <laughs> for this, can you kind of like explain to us like an eighth grader, um like what each of these important elements of hormones are so you said estrogen testosterone Mm -hmm. progesterone all this stuff so like just so we can kind of get a baseline understanding of say we like order your moment health kit and kind of be like okay this is what i'm gonna expect you know looking at this
1: or experiencing so yeah one of the the main ones we test is estradiol which is a is one of the estrogens, there's more than one, but that's the kind of the strongest one, most commonly tested. And um, estradiol plays a role in your menstrual cycle and breast development. But unfortunately, it's also, it can potentiate stress. And so um, it has brief periods in the menstrual cycle where it is supposed to be dominant and that is to allow for you to have children. But that is supposed to be brief. And the problem happens when that is not brief Um, and it's prolonged, but not only prolonged, it's not matched with sufficient progesterone. So progesterone and estrogen, they are yin and yang. They have this beautiful relationship where after estrogen surges in the menstrual cycle, progesterone comes and sort of uh, protects against the effects of estrogen. Um, and it's a long wave of progesterone. And so you really want these two hormones to be balanced, especially for things like, you know, breast cancer, which is the tissue in your breast is uh, very sensitive, especially to estrogen and progesterone. And th- that ratio, you know, plays a role in cell proliferation, which is linked to cancer. And so that's why the first thing they'll do when you get a breast cancer diagnosis, or someone, not you, and someone may get a diagnosis, um, they'll check if how estrogen is affecting the tissue and how it's affecting the pathology. Um, And that's also why the first line of defense for breast cancer is an estrogen blocker. That's how serious this is. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, this is the, the, uh, you know, for whatever reason, estrogen has this double-edged sword. I find that to be so interesting and, and just crazy um, because I don't know, it's kind of termed this female hormone, but in reality, we want to get away from that label because it's linked to cancer. And so I just, you know, you, we just have to be live in reality with these things where if, if it's unbalanced, problems can occur. Everything from PCOS to endometriosis, um, fibroids, fibrocystic breast, um, PMS, all of these menstrual issues are linked to this imbalance between estrogen and progesterone. So the next thing that yeah, we test is progesterone, which is a very protective hormone, very anti-stress very safe to take um, plays a role in so many parts of your, of your body protects you from brain toxins. Um, It's a youth hormone. So you really, really want sufficient amounts your entire life. Um, And so it can diminish a lot through the aging process. And so one of the things we do is we supplement, you know, if you need it, we'll supplement with it. It's a very safe thing to take. Um, So people really do benefit from taking it. Um, I take it myself. I'm 28 years old and I take it to match my menstrual cycle. So you want to take it from days 14 to 28 to match when that uh, progesterone amounts is supposed to be robust, and yeah, it's a miracle mm-hmm. hormone. It's nothing short of a miracle. You know, it's 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 protecting you on all accounts. Um, and then there's testosterone, which there's a huge you know issue with women being low in testosterone. Um, not me. I have such high. <laughs> I have such high testosterone. Um, I-, I gotta get i gotta get it checked no i don't know people like if if i actually you know people might interpret it as an issue but i'm not gonna i'm gonna i don't pathologize it because i don't have any like acne and um you know sweatiness like or hair on your face or anything. but um you know it's it is that va va voom drive hormone so you really want robust levels as well even for for women and that's kind of the issue is these more of these labels like being like testosterone is just a male hormone will know like it's heart protective. It's brain protective. Mm-mm. You really do need it at strong levels to thrive. Um, and so, yeah, we use testosterone oil or we'll use other herbs that can boost testosterone depending on the age, you know. Um, but, mm. yeah, it's an amazing hormone. And then we measure cortisol, which is perhaps one of the most important things to understand with your body because, um, you know, it's incredibly dangerous to have high levels of, of cortisol. All the effects that we see, negative effects of cortisol, are aging and so that is equivalent with obesity it's you know your skin health skin atrophy wound healing um all of these mm-hmm. things are driven by cortisol and and you know which is synonymous with stress it's the hormone that's released um, under stress from the adrenal glands and when an organism is under stress and in many different ways it's not just emotional but it could be you know just all the ways that stress affects us in modernity it's, it's catastrophic, you know, to the system. It's linked to fatty liver. It's linked to diabetes. Um, Yeah. It's linked to skin aging, like I said. Um, And so we just have to find ways to manage that. And I think we do, there's a lot of things you can take. And I think, you know, getting to the root origin of cortisol issues, like are you in a stressful relationship or work issues, all of that. And, you know, we all experience stress. It's not like, it's always a bad thing. Like we need that pressure to you know, but but the problem is you have to be able to meet it. You have, like, as a healthy person, have to be able to meet that challenge. And how are you going to do that? Um, so, you can use substances to help lower cortisol, like um, magnesium niacinamide, um, progesterone is a cortisol, opposes cortisol, DHEA opposes cortisol. Um, so, there are a lot of safe, amazing things you can take, taurine, um, a lot of great compounds. You just basically you want to be safe and effective. So you don't, you know, the worst thing you can get is bad medical guidance. And so I think at the moment we're really focused on how do we give yeah. people the best guidance possible that's safe and effective. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a rundown. Oh my gosh,
0: That was amazing. I love how you described each one and you know, what they entail, but also like what you can do for it. And that was amazing. And so now I, want to ask there's so many there's so many people out there there's so many resources out there so like why why did you create moment
1: well I think more and more we're seeing hormonal issues and people don't know what to do about it and I hear all the time that doctors aren't running their hormone tests because they don't think it's valuable which um, they say that because women's cycles are changing so much so you want to test on a specific day um, day 20, if you can, day 19 and 21 is fine, but day 20 is the best because that's when progesterone is supposed to be high. And so if you're in a state of deficiency, then we can see that. But, you know, that takes a little nuance, right? Right there. You have to be able to know that. And then they don't, they don't always have totally the arsenal of how are we going to effectively treat this? And so um, really to help women give answers. And we've seen amazing results, like you know, shrinking and odds mm. solved and everything. And um, and just you know, it's this entire system that needs to be addressed. And we do nutrition. We do all kinds of different resources that can help people really address this in a multifaceted way. Because nothing's localized. You can't just be like your cortisol's high without really looking at progesterone and uh, estrogen. Because like I saw someone like company come out and they're just doing cortisol tests. But the longer you've been under stress, the more likely uh, progesterone and DHEA will be diminished. And so it's weird that you would just look at cortisol when you don't know really if you're, if, you know, if you need progesterone and, and uh, DHEA because that'll help solve the issue. It's not just like cortisol is this lone guy that you need to focus on. It's all working together. It's all dancing yeah. together in harmony.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so what are you seeing too much of and not enough of with hormones or the effects of hormones and stuff?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's, always this like cascade um usually someone will have high estrogen low progesterone and high cortisol um and that kind of and that kind of trifecta is just a recipe for issues to ensue um, because progesterone is trying to protect you Um, if it's low it can't do that and over the aging process it's it is going down Um, and then You know, with cortisol rising through the aging process, that's a big issue um, because progesterone and DHA have decreased, and that's supposed to protect you as well. And if that's not there to protect you, then you're just going to have this estrogen-cortisol vicious cycle. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's crazy that these little—I mean, these messengers are just middlemen, right? Like they are—they're getting told to do by your inputs. Mm -hmm. And so, it's really the origin of the inputs that need to change, whether it's nutrition, diet, lifestyle um all of these things are are over time it's not like it's one hour of estrogen dominance that's too much it's it's over Mm -hmm. time it's the chronic nature of an issue that ends up stressing the cell and deranging it ultimately um and so yeah that's what we want to kind of avoid and be proactive about and these problems are happening earlier and earlier like you know a progesterone deficiency can affect a woman very young, too, like, you know, in their 20s. We're seeing a lot of women in their 20s. It's not just menopause, although we do treat a lot of menopause. Um, but, yeah, it's it can affect women. I mean, we all know someone that's has PCOS or, you know, fibroids. But the crazy thing is, is these are all things that can be, like, prevented. I mean, for the most part, in a large way, they can be prevented. Um, but we just have to be open to ways of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some you know, because this
0: is obviously a long-term game and it was so interesting because when you were talking about the thyroid thing and being cold, I was just realizing how that used to be an issue. And now I was like, wait, my hands are like nice and warm, like not hot, but I was like, oh, like, wow, my thyroid is a lot better than it used to be. And that's also a result of I've been so freaking devoted to my health for like so many years and it's something I'm always preaching to my listeners and you know people that follow me is your like you have to take care of your body because it is the vessel for spirit that's the only thing they have to communicate with you you have to see feel hear smell taste know like your brain has to be like ready to go and clear like your gut needs to be healthy so you can listen to your intuition it's such a whole thing. And so I kind of want to hear a journey on, say someone wakes up one day and they're like, my hormones are imbalanced. And what would that look like? What does that feel like? And then maybe steps they can start taking today to be like, all right, I can start doing this today. Easy, like simple, small steps. And then what would the long term journey like what would the long term journey look like of saying signing up with moment and then this journey of like however many months or years? Because listeners, you need to know that taking care of your hormones, it's a lifestyle, it's a process. Yes, like you can start today, you can start tomorrow, but it takes time and you have to honor that and give yourself lots of grace. Yeah,
1: totally. Um, so I think it can manifest in a lot of different ways, but they're ultimately like just different versions of each other. Um, so with something like fibrocystic breast, where you really feel this like tenderness in the breast, and these are just like feedback mm-hmm. loops. It's not failure, It's just like like system input wrong. Like that's um, kind of something that we need to address. So if it's PCOS, you might get an ultrasound and it might, your doctor might say you have cysts and they might say, okay, here's birth control. We want to balance these these hormones out and that's driving it. And so- you know, those are just an ultrasound or the tenderness, or you feel really uh, terrible around your menstrual cycle. Like if you have severe cramps, um, as much as that is common, it's not necessarily normal. Um, so a lot of PMS issues a lot of PMS irregularities. Like so, if you aren't having a regular cycle, um, just general moodiness and depression can be hormone related, uh, and a lot of times it is. And and so I think you know, honestly, ninety nine percent of disease. Hormones are playing a role. That's They're acting all over you. That's why. They're telling your body how to act, what to do. So, um, you know, we focus more on women, like female issues, like PCOS and PMS and hysterectomy recovery and fibroids. We all are living like similar lives with similar environments, with similar eating patterns. So it would make sense that basically where something shows up is something that's susceptible. But a lot of times they are similar inputs. Um, and so, you know, you can like what we like to do is get some data around it because if you, you know, it helps with how how much are we going to dose you like are we going to do you know how much progesterone do you need. Um, and so we can start balancing out and giving you relief with certain innovative substances, um, which, you know, like progesterone is one of them that I've mentioned and that's literally a, a hormone your body already makes and it's very protective and it can be used as medicine and it can be used to if there's a deficiency to balance that out. Um, but for you know, we also want to address like what you how you're living. It's like a whole lifestyle renovation. Um, as far as like you know the food, like you know how I started in the beginning. Like a lot of people are so confused about what to eat, and it makes sense. Like wow, there's so many opinions. There's so much. There's so much noise on what on what is what what is what is what are we supposed to eat? Who even determines like what is true food? You know. So all of these those confusions like confused (laughs) energies can definitely just start the storm on how you know how someone's eating if it's not right for you you know like think about an animal goes into the vet because they're sick or they've and they've lost their hair first thing the vet says without exception pretty much is what is the what are you feeding the dog We may have to change uh the we may have to change what you're feeding him because he lost his hair and and we don't really do that here you know even though it's like playing the most, the biggest role in your entire life, like, is what you eat. Um, and so we do have, you know, our way of looking at things, and people have different opinions, but I think what we have found work is prioritizing protein overall. Like, that rule in itself is just so valuable. Like, if you just make that the center, your pro- your protein, um, then we can take care of a lot of these issues, because when you're under-eating protein, one of the biggest consequences of that is... A liver that doesn't work right and because the liver requires nutrients for it to function the liver is where you know estrogen is ultimately metabolized and then you know excreted then through feces and urine and so how will your body excrete like estrogen if you don't have liver and if or you don't have your liver functioning right and it won't function right if you don't have enough protein and you have this you know issue where women Aren't eating enough protein because they've been told it's bad for them or something, um, but that's not what we see on our end. We see like, okay, you know, it's hard to really mm-hmm. things to be moving if you don't change what you eat and you don't start prioritizing protein. So that's just an example, but but yeah, and then get some data, like understand how things are changing, um, and then the the test does an amazing job of like analysis of like, okay, your estrogen's too high, progesterone's too low, testosterone's too low, DHEA low or whatever, cortisol's too high. Um, and then we can start getting on an innovative plan and and some solutions that are really really great. So and then it's that multifaceted kind of approach because uh, none of the salute, nothing is a magic bullet, nothing is a panacea. They are amazing, and especially as you're you're you know when you're aging like in your 40s, um, you just want to restore youthful levels. But when you're in youth, you want to correct the balances because you should already have youthful levels. Yeah. So there's like two different kind of, you know, depending on it's definitely age dependent on the, how the treatment plan will kind of play out.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh. Yay. Thank you so much. That was so amazing. And I'm so excited. My freaking moment journey, you guys. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm and it was funny because you're immediately you're like my testosterone levels oh yeah they're so high see my thing is they're getting better but mine are like oh, low. Really? so that's why like, I'm very excited uh for a moment because I think mine um, there
1: was like an error at the test I, I think there's an error like for some reason I don't know I, I showed it to my friend and he was like I'm a little concerned so maybe it was just an maybe it was just a up. one-time thing <laughs> I am dying.
0: I'm a little worried. Um, well, what's interesting is we have, us girls have low testosterone because apparently with the fragile X mm. gene, that is one of the side effects. So it's really, really interesting. We learned that from our genetic counselor. And that, that was also one of the reasons why like I would just be so depressed and so anxious. And like, you know, days, I literally didn't want to do anything. And then I remember seeing your mom like years ago, and she's like, you have literally no testosterone, like, you need it for this and this. And I had no freaking idea when I started taking, right now I'm taking pregnenolone. Yeah. Um, so that has been helping so much. And I see and I feel yeah. the difference when I am not taking yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's so... an amazing.
1: Pregnenolone is the mother of sex hormones. So it'll, cultivate mm-hmm. or facilitate and support the downstream hormones, which testosterone is one of them. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. I had no idea that that was like a thing. I, like from Fagile X, I had absolutely no idea. Um, that's, right. That's yeah. Crazy. It's so interesting. Wow. I know. I know. It's really interesting.
0: And I know. Yeah. Like, uh, so I want to know, you know, what are some things you do that you could share like what are some of the ways you eat what are some of your favorite Mm -hmm. routines and maybe these are some things that you also and your team also recommends to people who are Mm -hmm. with
1: moment yeah so I usually I never I never use an alarm clock I just wake up at 6am every day um and then I will like what I take as far as I I, I actually apply a lot of vitamins. I apply magnesium. I apply D3, um, which is, like, kind of a controversial supplement, the taking vitamin T, but I do topically apply it. Um, I don't – I know I don't get it enough. So – because I'm inside a lot. It's, like, my biggest health issue is I literally don't – I'm, like, working a lot right now, so I just – don't have time to go outside, so I do apply um, vitamin D, which is not as good as the sun or the food you eat with vitamin D. But I'll just whatever. That's what I'm. I'm just being honest. Um, so I take vitamin D, <laughs> it's yeah, dark. magnesium, vitamin D again. I apply it. I ta- oh, and then I apply vitamin E um, to my skin, and then I take. Mm-hmm. I apply progesterone days fourteen to twenty eight, which is our own brand. Um, I take thyroid and I do, I drink coffee. Like it's an adaptogen. I don't think it does anything bad to your hormones. For me personally, um, I think you have to do it with, you, you can, you know, you have to make sure you're with anything you have foundational nutritional y- needs met. And so I definitely prioritize eggs and meat, and like, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, then I do eat like potatoes and certain tubers. And then I do like really good ice cream and fruit. And so it's like really simple. I'm not, I'm not honestly a big eater. Like I'm just not that into it. It's not a priority in my life. And to me, it's a burden to like cook and eat. Um, So I just keep it extremely simple. Um, I never ever eat canola oil, sunflower oil, um, peanut oil. Um, but that's just like I, I really don't feel good eating that stuff. And then I, I actually don't eat any nuts and seeds. And I think that's like a really popular health thing. Um, but I don't eat any um pretty much ever. Probably haven't like ever. I mean, maybe if it's happens to be in something and I won't I'm not like I'm really not neurotic about anything, um, but as much as I can I'll avoid it. i really don't feel good eating it. Um I think if you have a hard time losing weight, I I don't think those are beneficial to like if, if you want to lose weight you know um I don't think they're beneficial to that but yeah I don't feel good at it so I like as much as I can I turn off what other people tell me to eat and I listen to what I am naturally interested in and what I naturally want to eat and so that may be a croissant with butter and jelly like that's totally fine as long as it doesn't have any weird additives I'll totally do that um I'm never deny myself I always eat chocolate ice cream anything I want but I just make sure it's high quality, and just make sure I'm not, like, neurotic about it. I do think there's this, like, element of, like, when you're obsessed with, like, food in your body, like, it sort of just becomes this, like, thing that's always weighing on your mind, and, like, it took a while for me to get outside of that box of, like, this is not something you need to be obsessed about. It's it's something that allows you to be healthy, but... Kind of just chill out about it. And I think girls, I, I feel so bad because we're just like tossed around with like what to eat and food and, and how to look and what to be and everything. And um, the best thing I, you know, ever did was just to just say, close the door on all of that and just say, what do I naturally like to eat? What do I naturally want to eat? Um, I think like these cravings and kind of what your instincts tell you are just incredibly valuable there was this girl that commented on like a video and she was like, I always drink coffee before my menstrual cycle because it helps with my- some of my issues. That is like a purely instinctual thing. There's actually studies that say women will spontaneously do that because it can boost progesterone. And she's like, it's literally the only thing that helps me with my menstrual issues. And so, but you know, you're, you're like berated with it. Like coffee is going to hurt you and you know, like, your cortisol. And she's like, I have yeah. to like, I turn that off because it's the only thing that helps me. And like those people have their own theories, and that is not fact. Like that's not a fact that this is none of these are conceptions based off theories and and trends and evidence. But ultimately, you're not a study, and and there's conflicting things everywhere. So you kind of have to find what works and what resonates for you more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: No. I honestly, I love that you said that, and that is actually something I have recently been going through too. And I just had one of my really good friends on my podcast, like in her episode will be launched in like a few weeks. And she's all about, honestly, I I told her that you guys should connect. So she's all about low toxic living and just, you know, products and food. And literally she does a whole pantry audit of like, okay, let's go through your panches, go through your home. Like, what can we do to like help you live like a non-toxic life, whatever. So and it's something that I was talking to her about is, yeah, I've started to, I'm honestly in the middle of kind of like releasing it of like really getting over this food fear because I went through, I'm not saying like my trauma is better or like more validated than others. And we all have different relationships with food and with women, it's like we are so tossed around. I just had so, I just had such a traumatic experience with putting food in my body and feeling punished. So I've just gotten so hyper aware and so heightened mm-hmm. and it's definitely, it's hard. It's definitely really hard. And I would say at least like senior of college, I for sure had like a functioning mm-hmm. eating disorder, at least like something, I don't know why no one said anything. And then, you know, and then I'm here and I just feel like I I have been like, so neurotic. I'm like, I will not eat that, eat that. And I know how it's gonna make me feel. And then like X, Y, Z. And then it's just been this whole thing of like, okay, first of all, drop it. That's not fair on you, on anyone. Like some people like, are like, okay, my gas bill or Mm -hmm. organic apples. Even though that is like maybe a weird comparison, but it's honestly, I don't know. It's just one of those things I've really, really been working Mm -hmm. on and just making it as simple as possible as I can. I'm like, okay, what are my basic needs? And honestly, after being connected with you and other amazing accounts, I'm like, I freaking love my meat. And it's so funny too. I, It's like for years, like they're telling us to be like, don't eat too many eggs. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Eggs are amazing. Like now I eat like maybe, maybe four eggs a day. Like I know yesterday I had like six eggs, like so good. They're like the perfect Mm -hmm. food for you and tons of fruit and, you know, honey and like these gorgeous things. I'm like, wait, why, where has this fear come Mm -hmm. from? But then also the fear of I think something that I know Madeline and I talked about is like, okay, if you do it most of the time and you do the best you can with what you have, then that's awesome. And then also the intention. I'm like, okay, you know what? The intention behind this is like to fuel my body. My body knows what to do with it. And then you're just, for whatever is going to leave your body, you have to trust that your body can also Mm -hmm. do its best, but then it also comes with resources like your moment and, things like that. So then you can actually support your body in the process of being nourished and receiving what's nourishing. So anyways, it was like, that was a whole commentary on that, but it has definitely been a journey for me with like accepting food and loving food Mm -hmm. and not fear mongering. And like, again, there's so much fear mongering out there. It's actually terrible. And I realized how I was succumbing to some of it. And there's things that, I know right now i told you to like try the dairy thing didn't didn't work out but like we're okay with it like we're good like i'm loving like i do my coconut Mm -hmm. milk now like more than Mm -hmm. almond milk and i'm loving my fruit and my eggs and whatever so i think what you said was so important is like do what literally works for you turn off the noise and listen to your body what do i need in this moment because that will be the medicine that your body mm-hmm.
1: needs yeah i mean the, yeah the, the body's always like tugging for you to win i think i think i think it's resilient and i don't know sometimes we have this like yeah, you know, these ideas that the body's against you in some way and it's it's really not it's just mm. if something's wrong no it's just feedback you just keep changing if you open change willing to change um and then that those errors though they just make you like on a higher plane they're just like that air of eating too much spinach like those are challenges that are meant for you like that that 100 was meant for me right like it yes. changed my life it was such a, a catalyst for changing my trajectory of wow what else are we not are we lied to about with like just we're just indiscriminately told these things all these challenges are just they're totally meant for you and you were meant for them and and that's just part of your journey in life and also like experimentation is just is 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 actually the the most serious way of knowing something so i think you even trying the dairy or whatever like okay not for you let's we'll maybe it'll come to you in a year or two and you'll kind of revisit that and that's just the way it goes it's like an always an evolving journey (laughs) absolutely it's and
0: it's like not to be i know one of the things i will say i did conquer when doing that is like the fear of it i had so much fear for so many years I still don't touch, like, I do not touch canola oil with a 10 foot Mm -hmm. pole. I do what I can with cross-tamination and everything. And if it happens, like, I'm not, like, the reaction is not nearly as bad as it Mm. used to be because I'm way less stressed, I'm way more balanced, I eat well, I know what to do, I have the tools, but, um, yeah, there is so something about just honoring what goes in your mouth and... It nourishing your body the way it's meant to. So, I, a couple things. One, I would love to, I guess this is kind of like a broad question, but should everyone be testing their hormones? Like everyone? Or maybe is there someone that like absolutely needs to? And what is the result of like your hormones being where they should be? Like at least being at a decent Mm. level, a good level. And where I could like relate to that is well, so far. I realized how freaking sick and inflamed I was for so many years, like 20, was it 24 years until honestly, I remember taking that huge test at your mom's Mm -hmm. office and it was like red, 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 red. I was like, what is wrong with me? This is crazy. And then now I'm like, how did I walk around like that every single day? I was feeling like crap, Mm -hmm. but that's how everyone's feeling and they think it's normal. And then being here, I'm like, holy yeah it's just absolutely wild yeah I
1: think so the little problems that hap that happen your breast tenderness or your PMS like those are just those are little like lights that pop on that say like you need to check some things you know but Mm -hmm. if, if goes unaddressed like think about um something like breast cancer that takes 10 years to develop um And so it goes, it's, it's, it's by the time you actually feel something in your breast, it's been 10 years of something brewing that something could be, you know, an issue. And so, you know, does everyone need to check their hormones? Well, it really depends on kind of the issues you're encountering right now. I like, I I think most conditions do have this central role of hormones, whether it's high cortisol, high estrogen, low progesterone, low DHEA, Um, and then you know low thyroid those are ultimately data of like what kind of thing may need to be tweaked and so if you are going through something Mm -hmm. I do think it's a really powerful like data set Um, and and I think it's more useful I think there's more utility than something like a gut a gut zoomer you know or like a gut stool test or something because um, a lot of that gut stuff Mm -hmm. can be resolved with Food changes, um, but this is definitely more. We may need more um, innovative substances to help bring the n- levels to normal. And so, um, yeah, I think if anyone's having a health issue, it's you don't know because they're invisible little messengers, like they're microscopic. You you can't even see them. So um, you, it's not like there's like this like oh, it's my hormones. But if you have an issue like PCOS or menstrual issues or fibroids, then there is this inkling that it's hormone-related because uh, usually, you know, your period's playing a role, um, and so you you know that the period's regulated by estrogen and progesterone, and so you may go get it checked. But so I think in a lot of ways, it, yeah, it is incredibly valuable, and then our doctors are amazing and they're super innovative. They're they're gonna put together a plan that's really hopefully the idea is your symptoms are solved and you're on the right path. Yes. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. Alana, thank you so much for your time. I know you're so busy and building this gorgeous company and just helping so many people. So I would love you to share where can people find you? Where can they find Moment? How could they get started? All that jazz. Yeah, you can go
1: to our website. Uh, well, first, thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing and so good to hit, like <laughs> Hang out and <laughs> chit chat and stuff. I know we do we, yeah, say we need to get out. together with our families. But um, yeah, you can go to MomentHealth co and sign up there. You can become a member and start checking your hormones, seeing if something's up. You can go to our TikTok and our Instagram for our content on just you know free ways to see what you know to give you yeah. some guidance. <laughs> Yes and you guys Alana is like the
0: social media queen like she just gets it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, that's
1: what, what I yeah, right. did previously is just building health brands for on social media. So I do I love the I love this. love the storytelling. I love the um design aspect yes. and I like I like I just like content that actually helps people. I just like, you know, giving people true actionable things. I love that. That's just it's like breathing. For me. Yes. <laughs> it's like amazing. Yes. Oh my god. That's how content should be, honestly.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> but yes, enjoy. thank you so much. So. Much. <laughs> oh, you're the best. Oh my goodness. Hello everyone. I hope you enjoyed this discussion with Alana as much as I did. Of course please give this episode a shout on your Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform you're on. Share it with your friends or whoever you think would benefit from this episode. Give Alana a follow on Instagram and make sure to check out Moment Health Co. and get your hormones checked and get your body back on track feeling good. I really love takeaways from this episode. So insightful, so digestible. And as you can already understand, Alana is such a wealth of wisdom and knowledge. And I am so, so excited to just keep watching her grow and this company grow. Of course, give this podcast a follow and some love. Wherever you love to listen, share this podcast with whoever you think would be interested and down for the magic. And if you haven't already, make sure to give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at themodernmedium.co. Oh my gosh, that is my website. What am I talking about? Make sure to give me a follow on Instagram or TikTok at themodernmedium underscore. There we go. And when you feel ready and call to book a private reading with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co. Or if you are looking for a beautiful mentor, a cheerleader, a guide, someone to help you embrace and hone in your spiritual gifts or deepen your spiritual practice, I got you. Head down to the discovery link. The discovery link. The link for the discovery call. I'm just all over the place, I guess. The link for the discovery call in the show notes. Book a time with me and we'll get all sorted out. I love you guys so, so much. And of course, cannot forget my first live audience reading with my beautiful co-host Tori on Saturday, February 11th at Mystic Journey. All the details are on Eventbrite and the link is also in the show notes. I love you guys. This. Outro is like extra silly, but I'm here for it. You guys get me and I will see you all next week.